And again, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so today. Our contact number with thanks to Rationale Windows is 0638 33553. That's 0638 33553. A very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. A month ago yesterday, there was a tragedy which um, came to the front door of the Morley family. I'm joined here in uh, Jessica by Kate Morley, who's Mark's um, wife. His dad, John Morley, joins me as well. And own Dolan, who's a childhood friend, uh, joins us as well. Um, Kate, I'm going to start with you first off. It is... Um, a month ago yesterday? Yes, Kate. Tell, tell me, before we were talking, because um, Mark was a, a keen um, kayaker, and I said the one thing that I hated when Katie came in from kayaking, my daughter, was the smell. But he, lo- <laughs> he loaded up the car that day. He loaded up the car, um, and I always used to say to him, have you got everything? Yeah, 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 I got everything. And often I'd come downstairs, and I'd have the first thing that hit me would be the smell. Because usually he would have kept the kayaking gear in the car and then put it in the dryer for a couple of minutes to warm it up. Before he <laughs> went out again. Before he went out. <laughs> and he loved kayaking and he loved music and he loved his family. Um, and he was um, a safety officer with the guy. So he was, I mean, he he saved a lot of people and he taught a lot of people about he, kayaking. He did, yeah. He really, he was really safe about what he did. Um and you know like he played everything by the rules and that was a big thing for him a lot of people would um see his name on the kayaking um on the kayaking events or whatever and they'd say oh well mark is there i'll i know i'm good yeah um i'll go to that you know yeah and they were they were safe he was always there with them and they were safe always safe yeah so he went to um unspeed jail and something that he knew very well he knew the area very well and the water was fairly fast and there was an accident it was simple as that yeah and when did you hear um the first thing we saw was the guards coming to the door um we thought that <laughs> we thought that you know like maybe they were just coming i was thinking gosh is it because i'm a shouty mum <laughs> a shouty mum <laughs> and um they came in and um they were like, I said, did you, did you want a cup of tea? She said, no, Kate, um, you might want to come into the lounge room. I was like, oh, is everything okay? And I didn't even think about Mark because it was something that he did every week, multiple times a week if he could. Um, and then, you know, when I said, is it Mark? And she said, you need to come into the lounge room now. Mm. And I said, is he okay? And she said, no, okay, he's gone. So, you know, that, when you hear it, something like that you know it's it's very shocking and you have two young daughters you have two young daughters yeah. yeah and did you kayak as well i did sometimes not like mark but definitely we go on family kayaks together yeah. um the last kayak we went on together was for his birthday he asked if we could go out um near the mam cross pub so we all went together as a family and we took a birthday cake and a picnic and um to peacocks uh, yep, we're peacocks, but we got on the water there and went down the river as yeah. a family. Yeah. And is it true that you met Mark in the Roisin Dove? I did. <laughs> See, I have my sources and spies out there. <laughs> you met in the Roisin Dove. When did you meet? Uh, we met actually on the 13th of February, I think it was. And I actually had a boyfriend at the time. 
And yeah. John, don't be shocked. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd known Mark had answered all my questions about Galway because I was moving here from Australia. And so I just said to my boyfriend, Tom, I'm just going to go and say thank you to this guy, Mark, because he answered all my questions. And my boyfriend said, I don't think that's appropriate. And I said, what do you think I'm going to do? Run away and marry him. And seven years later, I did. You did, yeah. Yeah. And then Owen was his friend and they played music and all of that. Yeah. Um, The community here has come very much around you. Your next door neighbour was Amethyst and raised money and that is not about money though. You need support, you need building blocks around you. You've got got Mark's family and friends and that, but that's what you need around you now. The community has been fantastic. DD has been fantastic. The school has been fantastic. Consumer Centre, everybody, you know, like... Uh, we, you know, we just feel very loved and very supported by everybody mm. and we're very grateful and thankful to everybody. And you sent me a lovely text and you said from the people in Tasmania yeah. to all the people in Johishka, they all came together for you. Everybody, you know. We're surrounded by communities on both sides of the world and, mm. you know, we're very grateful for it. You stay with me and you keep it together just like that now, so you do for me, because you keep it together, I keep it together. <laughs> Otherwise, he's presented the programme, we're in trouble, so we are. Can I go to uh, Mark's dad, John, as well? And John, your wife, Mark's mom, sent me a lovely note following a piece we did about fundraising. Can I pull your right in there? But how, how are you coping? Um, well, we get up every day and we try to remember Mark and do what's appropriate and that's basically how we're dealing with it. But you think of him every day? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. There's videos and photographs and every day we see something new and um, yesterday it was a lot of videos of Tahiti's Dream. I'm sure everybody will remember Tahiti's Dream and of all the albums. Yeah. We got to see some videos of them on stage in the Roshi and Dove and in Liverpool, which were quite shocking, but yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, so his love was his family and music and music. And I, I, I had heard of Tahiti's dreams, but yeah, I, I'd never gone on the dream with him. So no, maybe I'll share the video with me at some I stage. Will, yeah. I will, yeah. But yeah, but the sense of loss, the sense of loss that you had, and you kept it together, and you thanked people, and you yeah. you were grateful to have him, and the fact that he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Well, that takes a big heart. Well, I don't know. It's, it's just what we do. And like the, the kayak club came to us straight away and we've got to know the, the guys he was out with on the day. And that was a great comfort, to, you know, mm-hmm. to hear all, well, to hear the details of it. And they were the last people to see Mark. And we have Kate and we have the Roisin and Alison to look after. And his friends have been there for us. And I don't know, it's just... It's there's no manual to help you with this. You just and without being morbid altogether. So the guard that came to Kate and did Kate have to break the news to you? Yeah, we were actually leaving. I'm originally from Ballyhonus, and I was down visiting my brother, and we were on the way back. We were trying to have decide whether we'd stop for something to eat, and my daughter rang us and said that we needed to get home. We mm. presumed it was a break in at the house or something like that. She said she wasn't able to tell us exactly what it was, but when she got off the phone, the guard advised her that mm. she should, because... That was a lo- very lonely drive from Ballyhonas to uh, Johishka. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. What do you call it? It was, yeah. Um, I, 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 you didn't know what to expect? No, 
No, no, God, no. Um, but your stomach prepared you for the worst. Yeah, yeah. We got confused a few times. A road I should know very well as to where to turn off and, you know, things like that. But we got back and... Mm. And then it unfolded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's what has happened, yeah. Yeah. It's only a month ago yesterday. A month yesterday, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But I love your ethos, get up every morning. Well, as I said, that's what else do you do? Like, it's... Yeah, you have to face the world. Yeah. And did Kate, did you ever talk about death yourself and Mark, or did you...? We did. Um, he used to hate everything about the afterlife and talking about that, but he actually had a friend who passed away from the Galway Kayak Club um, a few years ago, David Higgins. That's right. And um, we actually talked a lot about that, and uh, he said that he had gone to his funeral and had seen his mother speak very positively about a very sad situation. So that's what I took away with me when Mark went, is that, you know, there's not very many of us that get to... who die doing something that we love. We we usually maybe pass away from something terrible like mm -hmm. cancer or something that's really long and, and we're not who we are anymore. But Mark went out doing something that he really enjoyed and there's videos there that we watch of him online um, that I didn't enjoy at the time because as a wife, you just say, oh, yeah. Mark. Mm. But now I feel that I'm there with him and you see the joy on his face, you see the joy on the other people's face and, and you know, that's that's the thing that I hold on to. Mm. You're very unique to do this. Stay there with me if you don't mind. Owen Dolan, um, when did you... When I'm mixing up microphones now because I can't see out through the glasses. Uh, when did you meet Mark first? You're a childhood friend. Yeah, I'd say maybe around uh, 12 or 13, um, Keith. It was through um, Danny Sheeran, um, who would be Mark's best friend, and he's um, living over in Brazil. And thankfully, uh, Danny was able to get back to wow. the funeral. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was through Danny, and we, we just... Uh, that was the connection there. And I knew Danny through the, the scouts and Ren Moore. And um, was that yeah. third Galway, thirteenth Galway, yeah. Galway, yeah. So um, and we just you know from there we went on so many adventures together, and um, I think that's the great thing through music is you know you make so many good friends through it, and you have these very strong bonds um, that you know go on forever, mm. really. You know, so um, so you were shocked like everybody else in the county in the country. Yeah, we actually, um, we had a really lovely day with uh, Mark and Kate and the kids. Um, yesterday, just a, a gathering of our friends over Christmas, like a lot of people do. Um, and um, we uh, we just had a lovely afternoon there with, with, with the group of friends. And um, the last thing I said to Mark, just gave him a big hug and um, said, we'll, we'll go for a pint. Uh, you know, between now and New Year's, mm -hmm. and um, then sadly got the news then the next day. But um, yeah, he was just uh, an amazing friend. Like, mm -hmm. and uh, I know there's so many connections there between kayaking and uh, the civil defence there, and Galway United as well. When he used to do the Stuart up there as well, and there's it's so many people um, that knew and loved Mark. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Now. About this music. Tahiti what was it called? Uh, Tahiti's Dream. Dream, yeah. Did you live the dream? Oh, oh we did, yeah. According to the videos, you did. We, yeah. we, we certainly <laughs> did. And, uh, uh, and Mark, most of all, you know, I think he was um, just everything that Mark did, you know, in life, he gave absolutely 110%. And it was the same with, with music. You know, he'd be brilliant from everything from 
organizing to promoting you know he was just just great and mm. as i said like that that's i remember when we kind of were it was coming to a natural end and uh it, mark said you know i remember very distinct we wrote and he was saying it was great that we're all friends after you know because a lot of times sometimes those situations and it ends in a lot of bitterness and but it was the opposite you know we just um and i said yeah we, we we've remained very good good friends ever since Go and come back the way as well. And just John, I mean, he's nobody has a bad word to say about him. He seemed to be the perfect son and the perfect husband with the shouty wife. Yeah. But he, he he's loved by every loved by everybody. That like I didn't know Mark. Katie did. Our daughter did. Yeah. But I didn't know Mark. But everybody that I met did know Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What to call it? Well, I don't know. Do any of us ever really know our own kids? Yeah, it's it was. True. It's in the last month through stories from Owen and Danny and the kayak people and then what do you call it we knew nothing about his professional life he was a, a, oh, that's true a structural engineer with RPS and it was some of the things his co-workers were able to tell us about him like mm -hmm. Mark was very much a man for detail and fact like if we were having a discussion I'd throw out some mad opinion about something I had and he'd always have to pull you back and you'd be, I'd say where did you get that out? And he'd say, well, it's, you know, I read it on the Telegraph or something like that. And, okay. you know, that's, he was kind of, he dealt in facts and figures rather than opinion. I'm one of those that comes from Dublin every second weekend, so I know, <laughs> I, I, know, I know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Put you in your place. Yeah. But you know what, though, isn't it just the succession that you, you, he, he was born, you reared him, he became his own man. He did. With his own family yeah. and his own job and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And then, so he takes over and you and I just sit back and let them take over. That's, yeah, that's that seems to be, that's, yeah. that's the way it works, yeah. Well, in regards to your, your wonderful wife and thank you for the lovely note. Kate, finally to you though, I mean, the community here have been absolutely tremendous to you and I know you have said thank you uh, a thousand times. Um, they don't mind you being the shouty mom uh, as long as you do it inside the house uh, but it just keeps strong because the community are with you we're all with you and we feel it and we're really 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 grateful for everything for the GoFundMe yeah. for the hugs for the car toots for the flashing lights of the cars um, we feel it and you know it, it's, it's, it means a lot and like you know I don't have many words for that but I mean Mark was a person who loved life and who loved people and socialising and, and things like that and you know we keep moving you're forward going to, you're going to live his life you're going to keep oh my god yeah you're going to keep on that journey yeah keep strong case thank you so, well, oh sorry oh you're collecting money at an event in Spiddle I am yeah um yeah. So you're going back out to the the, the, the scene of the accident. The Belishka, yeah. The, every year they have the Galway Fest and I think Mark participated. I think Mark participated in all of them. So um, somebody else is going to run his number, one of the boys that were there with him that day. Um, and I'm going to, and I can never get the letters right, but... Um, RNLI. Yeah, that's it. That's the, what the I'm The Yeah. Just you're collecting money for a charity that helped on the day. Yeah. And I'm, I know there's two, well, there was a helicopter from, from, I mean, I saw the helicopter going out over my own house and I was wondering who was in trouble now. Uh, but the helicopter were there, the Gardaí were magnificent. The fire brigade, the RNLI, the, oh, there, there were hundreds of, well, 
at least 100 people out on the day because it, it took a while to find him. So yeah. they were all there. Just, and thank God they did find him. Yeah. And the winchman who was in the helicopter, all of those people were just splendid on the day. So you'll be shaking the buckets um, for the RNLI at the event. When is that event on? Oh, oh, don't tell me I you don't know. I have to get back to it. No, right. It's in March, I March. think. You'll come back and let yeah. me know and we'll remind them on yeah. the wireless yeah. uh, from there. So if you're going to that event in March, uh, the kayaking event, bring some change with you because she will take notes as well uh, for the <laughs> RNLI. Thank you uh, all for joining us. Uh, to put, put your hands together, please, for the Morley family and for Rondo. Tough, tough, tough tough interview a month just after they lost a brother, husband and friend. Quick commercial break 10.24, we're back just after these live from Joyishka. Galway Tolls in association with Tesco find our award winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie Good morning to you. We're coming to you live from the Kamasu Centre here in Jaish. If you want to give them a ring, by the way, you can do so today. 091 76 88 52. Well, I say with rational windows there, John, but 091 76 88 52 if you want to get in contact with us. And the text line number is there as well if you want to get in contact with us also. Now, the community of uh, Jaish have really come together today, and a special thank you to all of them. But within that, I'm joined in studio right now by uh, community guard uh, Joe Hurst, who joins me uh, today, based in the community. Uh, Joe, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Keith. Nice to see you and thanks for uh, being here. And thanks to you and your colleagues in the community section of Angarda Siakona. You're, you're based in the community. Absolutely, Keith. I suppose I'd like to thank the community here today to invite me on the show, just, I suppose, to give me uh, my experience of being a community guard in the area over the last number of years. What's it like? Well, I suppose I give a bit. I um, first came to the Duishka area back in 2018, so I'll be five years in this area in April. And I suppose when I first came to Duishka, it was my first time in community policing. I didn't know the area. I didn't know the people. Uh, so it was a new, new time for me. Uh, so it was a challenge for me at the time, but I must admit... We have a great community spirit up here. I got great support by the community. I think over the last five years, I built a great rapport with the community. And that's due to a number of different factors, I think, within this community. Um, I you know I have to mention definitely here, the Kumasu Centre, the Family Resource Centre, um, was really a great opportunity for me to connect with the people here. There's a lot of great work going on here. A lot of great staff are doing a lot of things through running different events, through different workshops, and I suppose a lot of the community meetings we based here. So I think that was a great way for me to connect. But, but you're, you're immersed in it because, I mean, when I was talking earlier on to Dan, he was saying to me that um, you're always available, whether you're working or not. So you, you've invested a lot into this community. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's very important. Um, I think, you know, in order for me to do my job effectively and properly, I need the help of the people and I need uh, the people's support. And I think that's very important. And I think we, we work or we coincide together. I think it's a great community up here. I think there's a lot of good work going on. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm as available as much as I can and with and, the people. And would you walk in the community? Absolutely. That is a definitely a big thing for the That's community key. policing. It's a key thing is on the ground policing. Absolutely. High visibility on the ground. So a lot of my work would be on the beat and on the pedal cycle uh, uh, during the summertime. You'd see me a lot on the mountain bike. I think that really is a great way to get to know the community. You can stop, talk to people. You know, it's a, that barrier is away from, I know there's great work and driving a car, but I suppose out in the beat and being seen, you're, you're more available to talk to the people. But you're going back to um, traditional policing, because I mean, I grew up in Old Merview and there was a guard always, a member of Garth Shikona, would always be walking the streets of Merview, but they knew everything. They knew who was doing what and not doing what. Um, but it, it, gave, it gave you that sense of peace of mind. 
Absolutely, I think that's what people want, I suppose. It's it's a reassurance support from Garda Shikana and I suppose when you, you see people out in the beat and they're interacting with the public and that's where you hear things and I suppose that's where it has really helped me in the job because this community has supported me because I've been out and about, got to know the people and that's, I suppose, through being on the beat, on the pedal cycle, through the Family Resource Centre here, but also I must mention the schools here. We have two Merlin Woods Primary School yeah. and a secondary yeah. school here, which is very important for community policing to get into the schools. Um, there's great work being done. Um, I have a great relationship with the schools and I definitely have got to know a lot of the youth and try to give them a bit of guidance support through the schools. I think that is also very important here. In the area. I suppose it's important um, finally to uh, say, yeah, Garda Joe Hurst, um, that there's community policing going on in, in, in literally in every area, but to, the people need to engage with those that are um, like you on the beat. Absolutely, and I suppose this gives me an opportunity, I suppose, for anyone that doesn't know uh, who the community police guards are, the poli- policing unit here, I suppose there's myself, Joe Hurst, I actually have two other members um, in the Dwishk area, there's uh, Garda Shaman MacDonald and Garda Michael Dolan, and we're based out of Ormore Garda Station, so I suppose it's just for people to be aware that uh, we're accessible, we're there, and we're here to support and give guidance to the community and reassure them that we are here for the people of this community. Thank you for what you do on a daily basis. Uh, keep you safe. Uh, Garda Joe Hurst, thank you for joining us uh, today. Based out of Ormore, if you want to get further details on it, uh, you can just uh, give uh, Ormore Guard Station a call after there, Joe. Thank you indeed for joining us uh, today on the programme. I want to go to Marie Donovan O'Donovan, who joins me. She's a trustee and uh, a director of the Board of Ords as well. And you're also with St. Vincent uh, de Paul. You're a busy person. Busy indeed, yeah. Very, very busy altogether. Um, talk to me about ORTH first off. You're a board member. I am. Father Martin asked me to join the board two years ago, so it was a pleasure to join the board. And I suppose he asked me, especially with my kind of St. Vincent de Paul hat and our knowledge in the community. So, um, again, I would have known a little bit about what they did, but I think I was blown away by the amount of activities that they run here and they're just a the total integration within the community. Mm-hmm. I'm from Castlegar originally, so I knew the area would have come here to play a curling and camogie over the years. Um, but I was just, as I say, blown away by the amount of work they do here in, in the uh, Kamasu Centre. But I'd heard about the Kamasu Centre, but not until I was up here last Thursday week, I think it was, did I realise everything that went on in here. I mean, oh, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's absolutely unbelievable the amount of activities that are going on and how they help the community and the support services that are available. And I suppose, you know, it's been said already this morning, it's the way everyone is made welcome. Everyone is made feel welcome and feel mm-hmm. part of the community, which is huge. And I suppose that, as Father Martin Kemp said, from the community that was here, the old community that was here in Joishka, and it grew from that. And I suppose the, the church was a big part of that starting off yeah. as well. It's hard. To, well, I remember being a small, I remember the individual houses mm-hmm. and to what it is now. It's a population of what eight thousand plus? Eight thousand, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 it has been a very quick journey for Joshka. It has been a massive journey, a huge development. Talk to you about uh, St. Vincent de Paul. Then, are there many demands? I mean, is it the same as any any other area that people are finding it tough? Um, it's the same right across the city. I suppose it bit makes it a bit more complex here in the sense that you have so many different nationalities. So. Um, they would come from a lot of different backgrounds, like we'd have language issues and stuff like that. But um, the schools have been fantastic in terms of integrating the kids. So we, what we have done is we, with the Vincent de Paul, we are working with the schools, working with both Merlin College and Merlin Woods. We have a great relationship with them, and um, we have a great relation here with Elska. So we get referred by a lot of people. Um, I suppose people in the community wouldn't know about us first of all, starting off when they move in. Mm. So we would get referrals from the community guards or from, um, 
you know, the schools or whatever, and then we would get involved in helping people. The demands, the biggest problem we see here is housing. Housing is a huge issue. A lot of people are renting houses here, and um, if they get notice to quit, it's very difficult to find them a place. And what we also find is that a lot of people are very slow coming to us. Uh, so I would encourage people that the earlier they can come to us, you know, they, it's easier for us to help them. But a lot of people, when they get in trouble, they just bury their head in the sand, you know, uh, they lose their job, they go away. It doesn't go away. So my, we would encourage people to come as early as possible. That's the key message. Key, yeah. Stay with us if you don't mind, and Joe's going to stay with us as well. Uh, I want to go to Elska Brannock, who joins me as well, who's a development uh, worker with ORDS as well. Elska, good morning to you. Thanks good for joining morning. us today. Thanks, Keith. Uh, as a develop- development worker with uh, the group, I mean, you, you see everything. Yes, um, I've been involved here in the Arts Centre for just over 10 years now, and I've seen huge changes even within those 10 years. Um, and over the last five years, I suppose, I've taken on the role also as family support worker, which involves, like Marie was saying there, dealing with a lot of the issues in the area, So, and housing has become more and more difficult. Um, even over the last few months now, we've been dealing with a lot more homelessness and linking in with services like Cope and Simon, who are amazing. Um, but often there's absolutely nothing available in the city. So we no. know that people are going to sleep rough that night. Um, we've dealt recently with a woman, for example, who was sleeping in her car with four children. Um, so we knew that she was, she was lucky to have a car because she just arrived and got a job as a care worker. Um, so she is working and she managed to get the, the car through work. Um, and slept in the car for a couple of nights until we put her in touch with somebody who she knew from her own community who lives here, who put her up on the sitting room floor. Um, Since then, she's moved to Tume. So we'd now be linking in with Vincent de Paul and the local Vincent de Paul in Tume just to assist her there. But I've heard um, of people (coughs) sleeping in cars, but I've never come across a physical person. Yeah. But she did sleep in the car? She actually did, yeah, for two nights with the four kids. And they went into school in the morning from the car. So we just, I, I thought I just, that was amazing. I love the drive yeah. that woman has. She deserves to go for Yeah, she absolutely does. And she and had come children. from Italy. Um, she's originally Nigerian, but she has her European passport. So mm. she's entitled to work here. She really wants to work. And the children are so happy in school. So they really do not want to go back to Italy. They found it very tough there. Um, in relation to four kids and herself in the car, mm. was it during the cold weather? It was. It was probably about four weeks ago now. That's yeah. tough going. Yeah. It was actually very cold weather. Yeah. Very tough going. Yes. So housing is, 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 housing is... Housing is a massive issue, but there's all the other issues that come with being a migrant. So we are in a very multicultural suburb. Um, there was a study done in 2015 by the university and Galway was stated as being the most multicultural suburb in the state, the most diverse suburb. And um, according to the 2016 census, 50, sorry, it's uh, 60% are non-Irish. Wow. Um, so it's all of those issues that come with being non-Irish, which is the, the struggle to integrate. Like we have said that Duishka is an amazing community and a very welcoming. And like Mary King said earlier and Shola, you know, it's, it's a really, it is like a big family. Um, and people are very lucky that they can come here to the centre, I have to say. We've got amazing feedback from people who've come in mm-hmm. and they get practical and concrete advice and support. Um, and how many would you be dealing with on a <coughs> weekly basis, roughly? Well, 
through all of the activities, we'd have well over a thousand coming in. So that's for a variety of activities from morning till night. We would have parent and Into toddler groups. Building. Yes. A thousand? Yes. Wow. Passing through the doors. So that's to avail of all of the classes, exercise classes in the evenings. We have women's groups, men's groups. Um, we have parent and toddler. We have homework clubs. We have free English classes. Um, and then I'm doing family support for the one-to-one type of supports. Um, yeah, Amazing. just the list is endless. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Marie, can I come back to you as well, just on this one, and then we're going to go to the floor. John is going to talk to a young lady down there. Men's Shed as well, and um, Women's Circle and all of that. Is that all part of the community then as well? It's all part of the community here. We have very, very active groups in it, which is great as well. Which again is an outlet, in words of what Eliska was saying, it's, 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 um, it's an outlet for them. It's, it's, co- it's coming it's a service, together. It's some place for them to go, yeah. Yeah, but it's coming together. Yeah. And one thing I would like to say is, and one of the, one of the things that came out of COVID, which um, one of the good things that came out of COVID was that all of us had to integrate. So when we found ourselves on the ground when COVID hit, you know, we were trying to provide services to family. We were trying to get out food. We were trying to visit old people. And we linked in with the community guards. They became like, you know, because we weren't allowed to go out. So we mm. had to get permission to be able to move. And through that, we've linked in with the civil defense, with the Red Cross. All the groups in the area have come together. Okay. So I think we have a, actually an amazing network in the whole area which is which is fantastic going forward and we need to build on that but looking at the three of you it's great to see you going from community guard to you and then on to the development and then coming back again and mm. i mean that's the way it works it's, it's all it works. it's collaboration it's working together thank you all for joining us uh, eliska thank you and joe for joining us and uh, marie thank you and uh, joe thank you as well and uh, john you have a young lady to speak to down there yes i'm joined here keith by uh, gita gita you moved here from latvia Yes, I moved from Latvia in 2009 and I moved here to Dagishka in 2015 when my daughter, she started uh, Middle Woods Primary School. And Principal Paula said, just, just come to this center, there is uh, many interesting things. And when I came here, I was thinking what I can expect. And when I met all these people, I felt loved like home. And I said, this place is my home, my family. My both kids are involved in activities here and there is many things that anyone could afford. There is many courses that anyone would like <laughs> and I welcome anyone like from my side that it's a really nice place to be. You can be you and I want to say a very big thank you to the Paul for this place. I just want to say you're, you're very artistic here. I love your, your whole style. <laughs> yes, I love arts. I love painting. I do. I wrote poems. That's uh, how I make my mind uh, free from all the negative stuff. And I teach to my children to be themselves, to be unique. Unique is beautiful. It's not like you're different, so it's not okay. It's it's okay to be different and unique. And there's a much difference between Latvia and Dwiska. I grew up in small village, and uh, when I came here in Dagishka, I was from the one, one of the weird people who was saying hello to everyone. So, okay, I don't know you, who are you? <laughs> it's uh, just to show kindness to the people, because some people maybe didn't even receive this kindness in their lives. So just to make some, someone else day brighter, that's, it will not harm me anyways. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks, John, for that. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. 0836 553 with thanks to Rationale Windows um, and again that number 086 38 33 55 3. Short commercial break from Johishka. We're back just after these. Galway Talks in association with Tesco. Click and collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. 
very good morning to you. Welcome back to the Kumasu Centre here. And if you want to get in contact with them today, you can do so. Uh, 0917688852. If you want to get uh, give them a ring from there, 0917688852. Uh, what I love with the statement which was uh, made in the last interviews, you can be you. I love that one in uh, Joeshka. And uh, now that, let me go to uh, Sirsha McGreal, who joins me from Neighbourhood Cafe. And you were on work experience. How many years ago with us in Galway Bay? <laughs> come up right up to that I there. think it was about 10 years ago now. I can't be sure. I was probably in TY at the time, I'd say. And I was just saying to someone during the week, like, at the time, at the end of the week, like, I came to the, the studio and brought a tray of scones. And I was just saying, it's so funny how it's coming full circle now and I have a tray of scones down the back. Was there a tray of scones down there as well? We'd go down and rob them. So we were, were we nice to you? Of course you were, absolutely. Oh, okay. Now, I clearly didn't go into radio, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe you're better off with scones, do you know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the scones won't talk back to you. When did you start with uh, Neighbourhood Cafe? It's Because this morning, early this morning, it was very busy. Yeah, no, thank God, we're flat out. We, um, we opened in December 19, so about four months before COVID started. And I oh. suppose, like, you know, at the time, if we knew what was coming, for sure, look, at nobody did... Um, we probably would have ran a mile. Um, but look at we got through it and you know, as the topic of the morning, like we've no one but the community to thank. There's no one person behind anything like this and And did you keep going for takeaways or? We did, yeah. Now we were closed for a couple of weeks here and there, like as everyone was, but we did, we tried our best, like and you know, fortunately enough no one had to we didn't have to let anyone go where there was no kind of job losses or anything like that throughout it. So we were very lucky, but I mean, I'm calling it luck, but really like, I'm sure it was everyone around us that was keeping us going. Do you know what I mean? But you, you said to me, when I said to you, you're busy but very successful, but you said it's the team around you. How many do you have employed roughly? There's about 22 of us at the moment 22? now. 22? Yeah, which sounds like a lot, but I suppose we have a full bakery um, downstairs in the cafe and you know, full floor staff, good few in the kitchen, a couple of bakers, things like that. So, you know, between accounts and finance people and things like that, like, you know, we need every one of them mm. and they're all mighty now, I have to say, we're blessed. So you bake on site? We do, yeah. So you're a bakery bake as well? Yeah, yeah. And do you get people coming in just to buy the bakery goods? Yeah, absolutely. So it would have actually been my mum that started the bakery. Jeez, a long time ago. It was longer than... Uh, Hang on a second now, she and I are nearly <laughs> the same age. Don't go picking on her now, go on. Um, so she started years ago and then I suppose when we opened the cafe, you know, you're kind of looking and you think you've loads of space and she was like, oh sure you might take the bakery down there. Sure. sure. We didn't really have space for it at the time, but like we, we got through it and mm. we've more space now, thank God for it. And no, it's flying it. Like the bakery, you know, we've great bakers and it's, it's a tough job. Like they're in early and things like that, but it kind of adds something extra to the cafe. Like not every cafe you know, is lucky enough to have the facilities to, you know, do their own baking on site because it is difficult. Um, so we're blessed. And it's, an early, and it's an early start. Yeah, absolutely. What, what time were the bakers started? We'd be in there around half five, quarter six. So Wow, it's an yeah. early. Yeah, yeah. Nearly start, but then they have to because absolutely. And again, what I couldn't believe was the footfall of people today, both in cars and walking to school and wherever else they were going uh, today. It was like a, a mini city here at quarter past eight this morning. Honestly, like before we opened, you you couldn't have anticipated the community that's here. Like, like honestly, I didn't know much about it at the time because um, I suppose I wasn't living in the area, but. 
like there's so many businesses around and like the customers from those businesses we're getting as well like there's the NCT Centre there's the Primary Care Centre Merlin Park Hospital Galway Clinic the Merlin College Merlin Woods Primary like there's so much going on and like as a result of all those businesses you know their customers like the people waiting for their car in the NCT they're coming down to us and you know it's just a, a circle but we're all kind of supporting each other too do you like anyway so it's great you should run a shuttle bus from the NCT centre down <laughs> for the lazy fellas that don't want to that don't want to walk down from there it's a lovely success says Saoirse McGreed and well done to you thanks uh, in the neighbourhood cafe and it's part of the Kamasu centre here as well and uh, Councillor Alan Cheevers joins us as well Alan good morning to you. you you're embedded in this community so you are good morning Keith and uh, thank you very much for I suppose first of all for bringing the show to Duishka uh, I think it was, you know, something that I was very, very happy to see happening. I think that was really important that we showcased this community um, to Galway City and County mm. to show them what we're really all about here. And I think, you know, from what you've heard so far and the interviews you've done so far, you know, this is a great, this community is it's a great success story. No, it's a wonderful community, so it is. I mean, you've been on your own journey as well, but that community has been there for you. Yeah, fantastic support from everybody, um, you know, and, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, I try to do my best for the community as a local representative, but I say, I mean, it's it's really, it's just a fantastic togetherness within this community, uh, how all the different nationalities have come together. It's the most diverse community probably in the country, 42 nationalities, and everybody works together and we all do our do our best to help each other out. So, mm. you know, and, you know, here Kate earlier on, you know, in her time of need and grief, uh, the community ra- rallied around her and supported her. But I just think that, you know, if you want a template, Keith, uh, how to build a community from scratch, I think Duishka and Ross Cam is, is the perfect template. They've got it right, so they have. Yeah. Uh, seriously, is he, is he, um, um, is the councillor a regular visitor to... Um, oh, regular visitor, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's on the smoothie buzz now. New year, new Alan. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all on the diets. <laughs> You can't afford really to be on a diet, look at it, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, but I mean, as I said, you've been on your own journey, so you have, and again, the support has been there for you, And um, it, it, but that's, that's the type of community that it is. Yeah, absolutely, Keith. I mean, listen, uh, it goes without saying, you know, the people here are fantastic. Um, you know, I'm, as I say, we're really lucky that everybody are so, uh, work so closely together. Um, the Resource Centre provides such fantastic services for the community. Uh, we have a fantastic sports club in Merlin Sports and Athletics. Also the school, I mean, the, probably one of the best schools in the country, if I, I, I go, I can safely say that. So, I mean, you know, in general, you know, there's, we have great facilities, but we need more facilities. And I suppose my job as a public representative is to, to work, um, work hard to get funding and bring more facilities to this yeah. area because that's what they deserve. Well, where is this Ardon corridor, by the way? It's, it's nearly been spoken about since I was a child, which is a long time ago. Is, is it anywhere in the offing, the Ardon corridor? Uh, doesn't, I mean, obviously it's the next stage of the development plan for housing. Um, I think it's something that needs to be... Will it happen in my lifetime? Uh, I don't know if it happened in my lifetime either, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm not happy. I think it's very slow the way the progress is going. We're told that... Well, you'll have the road into it, but there'll be nothing in there except well, the indigenous population. Well, the reason that it, it, it's slow at the moment and why it's not taking off, I believe, is because Irish Water have to put the infrastructure in to facilitate the houses that will be built in there. So that seems to be the problem. But listen... 
urgency is not a big is, is a huge problem at the moment and we need more urgency we need to see more houses being built obviously you talked to Elska about the housing need listen we've had 29,000 houses built in 2022 and the CSO figures yesterday but it's not enough we need a lot more than that mm. to accommodate people, young couples in this community that I speak to every day. They're trying to rent, trying to buy. So what we need, what we need to do is we need to produce more or build more houses. All right. Um, yeah, it, it is a model that can be taken anywhere in the country. Johishka can be taken. Yeah. But again, this Kamasu Centre here and the vision by Father Martin Glynn and by Dan and others to bring it in, this seems to be the heart of the community. Absolutely. I mean, listen, you have a great credit to the DRA. Um, you know, they've done amazing work. As I say, you know, when you think about this, it was a hotel and then we was converted into the community, the community centre, the resource centre and the church. And then we saw the school coming along. You know, it just, it's just fantastic the amount of work that's been done over the years. But that just shows you when people work together, what can be achieved. I'm getting a message in the headphones. What's on the menu today, seriously, that I want to know downstairs? <laughs> now, do you know? God, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, I know, well, lunch starting from 12 anyway, so there's burgers and pasta and plenty of salads, you know, if you're on that January health kick like Alan, and uh, loads of toasties and all that kind of thing. So You've just identified his dietary requirements. So, you had, uh, <laughs> so if anyone wants to buy him a smoothie, pop in. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, get do you know, though, in some coffee shops, you can pay for the cup of tea and somebody else who can't afford it. To pay it for it, yeah. In. So maybe they could do that for him then. I'm not saying that they can't <laughs> afford it, but if they paid for a few smoothies up front from... Well, actually, just on that note, you know, when um, I suppose there's, you know, a lot of Ukrainian people now in the area and when that crisis kind of started and those people were arriving, you know, in their time of need, we were fortunate enough and, you know, it all comes back to the community again of, you know, them supporting us but, you know, we had a lot of cases of people come in and they say, look, it, I want to pay for lunch and we would then kind of do up a little voucher, let's say this is for a sandwich and a coffee and we'd bring it into when Paul was here at the time and Dan as well was facilitating this um, and they would give the voucher to some of the Ukrainian families who might need food or just might need a coffee just as a little pick-me-up and we just had a little sign on our till saying you know if you want to buy them a coffee or uh, you know dinner or whatever it might be and um, like the response was just unreal Super. but it just shows the people that are around too yeah. do you know what I mean? Listen Saoirse McGreal thank you indeed for joining us uh, today Councillor Alan Chivers thank me. you for joining us uh, today let's head towards the goal of BFM news desk for the uh, 11 o'clock news and death notices and we've loads more to come uh, today on the programme live from uh, the Kamasu Centre here if you do want to get in contact with them you can do so on one one seven six eight eight five two. we're back after news Galway Tones, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.